My name's Eric. My name is Steph. You're listening to Same Team Y'all. At this point, if someone told you rubbing a, an ocean rock on your face helps your head, you'll probably do it. Feel like, give me that ocean yeah, rock. Give me that ocean rock. I'm going to rub it all over my face. How many dollars do you want for that ocean rock? Um... Is this a gold uh, candelabra that's on this table new, Tess? Are you spending that manager money before you get it? Oh, I mean, I hope that my peacocks are. <laughs> oh, yes. Are I forgot away. about all your peacocks. I thought, you know, I came in and they were scaring me. They were jumping on. Hey, Mrs. Banks. Misa Laika, the email is us. <laughs> This is actually a really good moment, perhaps, to have a conversation with your child about what do you do when you don't agree? And why is that gentleman upset? Well, he's upset because he's very passionate about the game of baseball and this is what he does for a living. If you're an artist, you've got to know about anger without being restricted by it. In order to create, you've got to have energy. You've got to have clarity. You've got to be able to catch ideas. You've got to be strong enough to fight unbelievable pressure and stress in this world. So it just makes sense to nurture the place where that strength and clarity and energy come from, to dive in and enliven that. It's a strange thing, but it's true in my experience. Bliss is like a flak jacket. It's a protecting thing. If you have enough bliss, it's invincibility. And when these negative things start lifting, you can catch more ideas and see them with greater understanding. You can get fired up more easily. You've got more energy, more clarity. Then you can really go to work and translate those ideas into one medium or another. Wise words. <laughs> Wise words. Wise words from our patron artist. David Lynch. Would that be a patron? Yeah, I guess. A patron creator. He would probably consider himself an artist, right? <laughs> yeah. A creator. A yeah. creative type. Uh, uh, this quote came from... You, you picked this quote this yes, time, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. I picked the inspirational quote this week. Mm -hmm. This is from David Lynch's book, Catching the Big Fish, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which we've talked about. I feel like we talked about it on this podcast and on our sister podcast, Seem Peaks Y'all, yeah. our podcast where we talk about... David Lynch's TV show, Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I have the book at home. I haven't finished reading it at that. That's okay. I'll be honest. I kind of, anytime there's a chapter that does not involve the unified field. So there's like 13 of them. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> most of them are, are, are of yeah, like of like that. I, I am enjoying it so far though, but I, my thing is I check out books in the library and then I, I'm just like swimming in books and then I, <laughs> then I return the books to the library and then it's like a whole thing. But, uh. Yeah. I feel like you're probably like getting all of the books information through osmosis. I would, <laughs> if that was true, I would be like the most brilliant man in the world. Like I would just be like, I, I know all the things. I, I have all the answers. Um, uh, yeah, no, that, that was a really good quote. I like it. in his book already. And from that quote too, he's always talking about chasing bliss, right? Mm -hmm. Like finding true bliss, not just happiness. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, my name's Eric. My name is Tess. And you guys are listening to Same Team, y'all. This is a podcast where two librarian best friends talk about stuff that they're loving, tell us in the library, and important life lessons we've learned along the, along the way. But... 
today we're not talking about stuff we're it's loving. Di- yeah, it's a special episode. Ooh. We're going to talk about stuff that you're loving. We have just concluded the What Are You Loving? Same Team Y'all email contest extravaganza. Ooh, cue the yeah. music. A test. Te- <laughs> we got so many... <laughs> We got so many emails. Like I, you <laughs> listeners, swimming in there emails. is. I had to carry. I had to rent out U-Haul truck, <laughs> and I had to print them all out, and I had to, I had to drag them in here, and then I actually had a, I had a, I had a moving crew, and they <laughs> bucket brigaded. I'm standing, I'm standing in front of a pile of what would you say, like three or f- f- five or six, pile eight, twenty. Banana boxes just <laughs> filled with printed out emails. It's a phenomenal, you know? We killed the whole rainforest. <laughs> we, we, we did it. We did it. If we have any new listeners, uh, welcome. Welcome to yeah, you. And welcome, welcome to, you. to our legacy listeners. Yeah, Thanks so for much. keep listening to us. Before we get into the stuff that you are loving, uh, Tess, how has your week been? It's been okay. <laughs> Is that, a, is that a solid okay? It's, been, it's all right. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I, I, I'm glad you said that because my week's been kind of emotionally challenging. So oh, really, no. Well, you know. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, but I'm excited to be here. I'm drinking, what tea is this? It was the one you randomly chose. I believe it was Darjeeling tea. Oh, man. Yeah. Very nice. What are you drinking right I'm now? I'm drinking my, this is my usual tea. I usually drink mango ginger tea. Is that your go-to? That's, yeah, it's my go-to. Ginger is supposed to have healing properties, so that's why I drink it. It's supposed to help your head. Oh. Yeah. Well... I don't know if that's true. It's but at I... this point, if someone told you rubbing a, an ocean rock on your face helps your head, you'll probably do it, too. like, right? give me that ocean yeah, rock. Give me that ocean rock. I'm going to rub it all over my face. How many dollars you want for that ocean rock? Um, you know, it's funny. People give me a lot of advice. For new listeners, I get I have chronic migraines. Um, and for legacy listeners, you know that I will try anything to get rid of them. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of times when people hear that, they will give you some advice. Like, oh, have you tried this or that? And um, a lot of times it's stuff that I've tried or stuff that I've heard about already. Um, and every once in a while, someone will throw you a curveball. And uh, <laughs> Did you get a curveball recently? I got a curveball. Oh, God, how weird is it? I'm so excited about this curveball. Someone said... Have you tried? You should travel in your car with a with a basket of of small stones, mm-hmm. and you should co- like concentrate, uh, like focus at, and like uh, put all your pain into the stone, and then you should throw the stone out of the window of your moving vehicle. For listeners, I am rapidly nodding my head. Uh huh. Or. <laughs> Or take the basket of stones and do the same thing and throw them off of a cliff. Just um, get rid of them. You yeah. fill your you fill yeah, your, like you fill, you fill the, the stones, stones with your pain with your pain, and then you get and then you move as far away from them or move the stone as far away from you as you can. Um, and I, I that was one I had not heard before. <laughs> well, let me ask you: Have you tried it? I haven't tried it. I'm afraid Give of throwing... Give me that ocean rock. <laughs> and I'm afraid of throwing... I know I said I would try anything, but I'm afraid of throwing a rock out of the car window because I'm afraid I might hit another car. Mm-hmm. So I would probably have to do it like at a time where I'm like driving on a road with no other cars, and that's not very often. And I don't have access to any cliffs. Well, do you have to do um, it in the car? I'm so confused. 
Well, it's it's because you have to move away. At oh, a like fast if you just pace. throw it, like if you take your if you fill the rock. This is a great conversation. <laughs> if you fill your rock with your pain and right. chuck it. Like how far can you throw? Yeah, not very far. And it's still your pain's like I'm right over here. Yeah. I'm you didn't still, throw me that far. Yeah, I'm still hurting you. I'm still hurting you. Yeah. I'm right on the other side of this fence, test. <laughs> what if you filled rocks with your pain? Yeah. Give them to me, oh. and I'll take them home with me. I'll bury them in my back in my backyard. What if then, like, somehow you got the pain? Can you imagine? That would not. Well, be good. Let, let's be honest. Let's say you gave it to me, and you're like, now I'm free. It's like monkey. <laughs> it's like monkey's paw, right? You're like, <laughs> I did it. I did it. I got I rid of it. Do that. And then I need to trick someone else into taking the pain rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, if you would like some pain rocks, uh, email us in at sameteamyall at gmail.com. We will be happy to give you our pain rocks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's um, that's a great story. Do you? I know. So, here's the deal. I know that you're not so. Well, I don't want to make. I don't want to say I know. I don't want to make any assumptions. But am I correct in my assumption that you're not so into the meditation type thing as David Lynch, uh, my buddy, Mr. Lynch and myself. <laughs> um, I, I haven't really tried meditation. Yeah. I know, like, I know a lot of people, you're like nodding. I, I am nodding. nodding. I am nodding big, deep, slow nods. I know. Yeah. I, I recently, um, <laughs> I recently heard about this app. There's an app called Curable and it's for people with chronic pain like myself and the app is uh, based on uh, a lot of neuroscience uh, that I don't want to bore our listeners who are not interested. Right in now, there's topic. a neuroscientist listening, going, <laughs> "Finally!" Like, ooh, something for me. <laughs> something that's not Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it's basically they the the people behind the app have a theory about. Um, Basically, the sympathetic nervous system, which is, like, your fight or flight, uh, like, your lizard brain, the amygdala part of your brain, uh, that it could have, like, instead of you having a fight or a flight um, response to fear, you could be having a pain response to fear. Oh, that's Um, interesting. And that your, that your brain builds neural pathways and, uh, the more often it experiences something, the, the more ingrained the neural pathway comes. So like you might, um, experience something that leads to pain, like, like for like a migraine sufferer who, for instance, like a drop in barometric pressure might give them a migraine. Sure. So there's a thunderstorm and they get a migraine. Then the next time it's like slightly cloudy outside, they get a migraine. Mm. It's probably Cause almost because they're thinking they're exactly, making that association. Yeah, like like is it a fear response now? Is it even like are they even having pain? Yeah that is like associated with their condition or are they having pain because of the like fear and anxiety so how does the app like address that so the app i guess apparently has like meditations and oh. and is and it guided relax- or just like timer guided based? meditations and and like relaxation I'm techniques nodding again. and like breathing um, exercises and stuff. Now it's like a you have to pay for the app, and I haven't paid for it yet. So there's like some free content that you can do. So I've been kind of like working my way through the free content, seeing if it's something I'm interested in. I hope but, so. Well, yeah. I hope it. I mean, at this point, anything, right? Yeah. That river rock, give me, or that ocean <laughs> rock, rub that ocean rock, and if, <laughs> if it helps, you know. Yeah. I didn't want to like, you know, you said everyone's got cures. I mean, 
<laughs> so that's your suggestion. <laughs> I was, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you right now, it's hard because I've yet to, for a while, like for a month or two, a couple years ago, I did have a daily meditation practice, like every day. And I haven't been able to get, just like working out, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes you'll do it like once or twice, but really like the benefits come from, like if you go to the gym once, you're not going to have python arms, right? You know, the benefits come from going all the time. Same is true for meditation. So I haven't quite got there yet, but the interest in, in, is still there. I'm just, you know, maybe pre, pre-start. pre Can you imagine how mellow we are if we, we spent like 10 minutes meditating before we started the cast? This is like total zen out, man, you know? Oh, my goodness. Are you ready, Tess, to get into these? I'm holding... Uh, I, a, a huge bucket of emails right, that I but printed we, out. We narrowed it down. We narrowed it down to to the top four of our favorite we, emails. We have four emails here and one comment on our website. And too. Then, yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna we're gonna duke it out live on the podcast <laughs> and the, decide which one is our the most favorite. pleasant cage match <laughs> of all time. But before we get into stuff that you're loving, you want to do the stuff that you're loving music? Yeah, let's do. Do it. you remember it? This is the stuff that you love. You love. Oh, this is the stuff that you love. You love it so much. This is the stuff that you love so much. Pop up, zip it up, I do bow wow. Yeah, we need more snapping. No, I like that scat solo on the end. Skip it up, 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 up. Do you remember Did t- Louis Tess, Armstrong? Do you... <laughs> Tess, do you remember? Do you remember when I played for you that tape I made I'll for Amanda? I'll never forget it. So for listeners, one day, maybe, so when we become sellouts and we tell you about our, our right now non-existent Patreon page, when we become sellouts, one of the Patreon subscriber bonuses will be this tape that I made for my wife <laughs> to express my love to her, uh, where I sing a duet with Louis Armstrong, <laughs> where I am also playing the part of Louis Armstrong. <laughs> How many stars out of five would you give it, Tess? Because you've, you've listened to this. Uh, I give it 11 <laughs> <laughs> out of five. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let's go. Uh, how about this? Why don't we just go back and forth? Okay. So I've got an email. Let me give you this one. Okay. Here's this one. I'll take the next one, and then you can take this one. Now, now they, some of them are kind of long, and I also have the comments. Um, some of them are kind of long, but this is the special what are you loving. Look at you looking at them. Uh, <laughs> this is the special what are you loving episode. So um, we're going to go ahead and read them in their entirety. The first one is from our good friend, Harris. Do you know Harris? I don't know who Harris I don't know is. Harris either. Ooh. I don't know who. Uh, hey, Her- Harris. <laughs> hey, Harris. What's up? Yo, Harris. <laughs> What's, What's up, Harris? Uh, Harris says, hi, Tess and Eric. Like you guys, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Lately, I've been really enjoying a podcast called Grown Ups Read Things They Wrote as Kids. Oh, that sounds Have you great. heard this before? No, that sounds awesome. As the name suggests, it's a podcast where people do readings of stuff they wrote. <laughs> they wrote during childhood or their teenage years. These can be letters, diary entries, poems, short stories, or even song lyrics. Often the writing is very funny and occasionally there's some more serious stuff. And they give a link to the show. It's uh, grownups, uh, grownups read things they wrote as kids.com. It's a podcast? It's a podcast. And so I actually went to this today. I was, oh, I was doing wow. some research. So I went to the website. It's a it's a website and a podcast. So we can you can listen to it right now. Just search for grownups. 
Uh, well, not right now because you're listening to our podcast, but after you're finished with the Grown-ups, <laughs> read things they wrote as kids.com. Feel free to check it out. I have listened to it. Yes. And it is pretty darn that good. That sounds so good. Like, I feel like you and I should do an episode where we read something. Do you have stuff that you've written I when you were a kid? I do. My mom, um, one of the more recent visits that I paid to my mom, she gave me like a binder full of stuff from my childhood and it has in it like old report cards and photos and there are some 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 creative pieces of writing this that I great. did when I was a child and some uh, some illustrations. We, maybe we should do a special episode one day. I think that would be fun. Maybe, maybe not our next one but we should like oh maybe encourage our listeners to find stuff that they've written when they were kids. Oh, maybe. that would be fun. And just send, just scan it and send it our way. <laughs> I, I don't think I have a lot of stuff that I wrote when I was a kid, but I did write a piece of fan fiction about Pokemon where I put myself in the crew with Ash and Misty and Brock. <laughs> and I believe I had a bit of a crush on the character Misty. And it was going to lead to a romantic type situation. So oh. maybe one day we'll look into it. But yeah, I, I did listen to the, the well, not the first episode, but one of the episodes of things, adults. Grown-ups. Grown-ups read reading. things they wrote as kids. And um, one is really good. It's like uh, notes this guy took when he was a kid. And one was like, saw Raiders of the Lost Ark today. It was good. It had adventure and it had action in it. You know, it's so funny. One was like, uh, saw episode one, or saw um, episode one, The Phantom Menace today. I had to go to bed, so I went to bed before the pod racing, but my sister had to go to bed before Jar Jar. And then he said, Jar Jar is my favorite character. I know, right? It's just so funny. And for new (laughs) listeners, we have a lot of love for Jar Jar because some people don't like Jar Jar for whatever reason. So thank you so much. Harris, we very much appreciate the email. Nice snaps for Harris. So I many like snaps. That. This is this episode is the episode of snaps. All right, our next email um, is from Amy. Hey, Amy. Hey, Amy. <laughs> Hi, Tess and Eric. I've been a loyal listener since meeting you guys at Lexicon. Oh my goodness! Shout out to the Rather Be Playing podcast. <laughs> I'm Amy, aka Elliot's wife. <laughs> okay, did you? I feel like a fool for some reason. I didn't realize Elliot and Amy were married. I thought they were just boyfriend and girlfriend this whole time. Oh no, no, I knew they were married. They just don't have kids. That's right. Yeah, I guess I'm getting everything mixed up in my head. Yeah. Well, hey, Amy. Hey. Well, I don't. They didn't have kids then. Do they still not have kids? No, they still don't have Hey, Amy, write in. Tell us, you got some babies walking around? (laughs) (laughs) I love the burst of energy that your podcast brings every fortnight. I especially appreciate your life lesson segments as it reminds me that hard moments are learning opportunities. Hearing you share your stories inspires me to reflect on moments in my life and what I can take away from it. Oh, that's nice. Thank you so much. To share some things that I'm loving this week. Number one. I'm excited. I'm <laughs> excited. Number one, air conditioning. That is a really good thing to be <sighs> loving. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. It is really hot and humid in PA these past few weeks. She's in Pennsylvania. And we do not have central air, but I am so happy that we have three in-window units. Without them, sleep and chores would be much more difficult. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, much more. Um, you just be like moist. <laughs> but I wouldn't know because I. You have wouldn't. You have moisture blindness, so you'd just be looking around. And you're like, everyone looks fine. Everyone's just slipping and sliding all over the floors. <laughs> no. AC is a good one. Yes. Snaps for AC. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Number two. Twin Peaks. 
Yes. After hearing your love fest about the show, Elliot and I started watching it about a month ago and are marathoning through it. We yes. have already finished the first season and are ca- and are starting to catch up on the same Peaks Y'all podcast. Guys, what? thank you so much. Yay. Oh, that's so great. That's great. Number three, diverse reads in YA. YA, um, if you don't know, is young adult literature. Mm-hmm. You've got it. I am not a big YA reader, but I have been hearing buzz about some diverse YA novels recently and decided to give one a try. I recently picked up Jenny Hans to All the Boys I Loved Before and quickly read the whole series. I'm part Asian and Caucasian, and this was the first time I ever came across a book that had a character that looked like me. It's great that these books exist for kids growing up today. It is great. It is amazing. That's right. Being able to see yourself in the things that you're reading and watching, right? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I, um, Dr. Jamie Campbell Naidoo, who is kind of considered an expert on diversity in uh, literature for young people, he uh, was he once said that books should be mirrors and windows, and that it should be mirrors, and that you should be able to see yourself reflected in literature, but also windows, and that you can see. Um, how other people live their lives through through the literature. Incredibly wise. Yeah. He is super wise. Okay, that is all for my little work break. <laughs> Keep up the great work. <laughs> she wrote us at work. That's nice. Best Amy. P.S. I already have a pin. Yay. <laughs> so please remove me from the prize eligibility. Oh. Aw, the good karma is winning for me. Oh, Aww, wow. That's so sweet. We love you, Amy. So we will take you out of the prize uh, drawing, but we wanted to read your email anyway. And thanks we for love writing it. us on your work break, right? Yeah. Like I know, <laughs> I know. I have like on my work break, I'd be like, okay, when I'm done, I'm gonna balance my checkbook. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And what happens? My work break happens. I just like collapse, <laughs> and then I, uh, I'm lucky if I uh, do anything. Yeah, know? I ran to the post office today on my work break. I had to mail something really yeah, quick. Put your shoes yeah. on. Just jog, jog right out the door. Yeah, yeah. I was like. <laughs> That was me. <laughs> the um, <laughs> our next email uh, is from. Do you remember Miss Liz? Miss Liz sent us in a few emails uh, a couple episodes ago. She was like one of the first ones. She gave us her own tale from the library. Do you remember this? I think I do remember. Yeah, she this. gave us a tale from the library, and she also gave us book recommendations. Yes, I think it was uh, Miss Liz. They were like knitting. Oh, through, knitting books. Through, yeah, she gave us knitting knitting books for young boys. Yes. Book recommendations. So thank you so much, Miss Liz. Uh, she emails in and she says, "Hey, hey, Eric and Tess. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> your number one fan, uh, Miss Liz, with some stuff I'm loving. But first, two things. Number one, and this is all in caps. Congratulations." Tests on your promotion. Oh, thanks, Miss. I know, right? That was really Is it nice starting of to her. seep in yet? Is seeping? Um, not really because it doesn't start until October. <laughs> have you had any moments? Have you had any moments where things happened and you're like, oh no? When I'm the boss, I'm gonna have to deal with that. Um, yeah, there's been a couple things. And you're like, thank goodness I'm not the boss today. No, what I try to do is like, let me go ahead and deal with it because Excellent. I'm gonna have to deal with it. So let me go ahead and deal with that. That's good. And that way you get used to it. Too. Yeah. Because what, once you are the boss and things happen, you just sense it, and you're like, I'm the guy. Yeah, I'll do. I'll I'll have like a like three seconds where I sit at my desk and be like, eh, 
Let me see if it resolves itself. It's technically not my job yet. <laughs> what I don't know if other managers do this, but I know like when I there's a specific tone of voice I listen for, and when I hear it from a patron, like almost like a. Uh, like I'm ready to. I'm ready to start some. stuff. I'm ready to start some stuff, and I'm emotionally. Let's get ready to rump. Uh, yeah, like I'm emotionally riled up, right? Uh-huh. And I'm ready to. I'm upset. I've always kind of like get up, and I kind of not that I hover, but I'm kind of nearby, keep an ear out, because really part of the job of being a manager, and this is my opinion, is when things get real nasty, it's your job right. to get in there and take the nasty. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and try to calm things down. You yeah. know, sometimes we won't be there, but she says, "Congratulations on your promotion." I am so happy that your new title and compensation, let's be real, reflect all of your dedication and hard work. <laughs> That's so sweet of her. I thought there was it's, a lot of extra not, diamonds in this room. It's not a whole lot of compensation if we are being real. <laughs> I, I thought that, is this a gold uh, candelabra that's on this table new, Tess? You spending that manager money before you get it? I mean, I hope that my peacocks are. <laughs> oh yes, I forgot away. about all your peacocks. I thought, you know, I came in and they were scaring me. They were jumping on the roof. Uh, Miss Liz goes on to say, "I know you are going to crush it in this position." Smiley face. So sweet so. of her. Uh, she also says, "Number two, thank you guys for not necessarily focusing on stuff for stuff you're loving and more on experiences, things that are cheap slash easy to obtain, books, movies, etc." So often I listen to podcasts where stuff is just constantly pushed at me and as someone struggling to get out of debt, a lot of us are, and making a not huge salary as a librarian, uh, it can be very frustrating. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Amen, sister. (laughs) Amen, sister. Okay, stuff I'm loving. Miss Liz's stuff she's loving. Uh, number one, Won't You Be My Neighbor? The Mr. Rogers documentary. I so, heard about this. So uplifting and happy, tear-inducing. So I've been kind of unplugged uh, for a while now. Just I don't have cable, and I kind of have dropped all social media except for, for the podcast. Uh-huh. So I have no uh, clue about what this is, but I know people are talking about it. It's a documentary about Fred Rogers. Of Mr. Rogers' name. Oh, so that Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Was, all of the other Mr. Uh, Rogers. All of the other ones. <laughs> have you seen the trailer for it? I have, Does yeah. And I haven't seen the movie. It did come like for a week at our little local theater and I didn't go to see it. I was hoping that it, it would stick around, but it didn't. Is it out already? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's out in theaters. I know a lot of people went to go see it and they all cried. <laughs> I When I heard about this movie, because I heard about it through this email, thanks, Ms. Liz. I um, went and checked out some of the episodes from our from our library, and I watched some the old oh, episodes old, of Mr. Rogers. Yeah, Mr. Rogers, yeah. and they are actually so. Last time I watched them, I was a kid. Yeah, and I haven't watched them since I started working, like uh, you know, as an educator with children. Mm-hmm, and yeah. a lot of stuff he does in that show is like incredibly smart. Like a lot of like where he builds like traditions over just like him putting his jacket in his shoe. You know what he's going to do. And mm-hmm. it's that really like you know what's going to happen and the way he weaves his, like his lessons through the 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 episode itself is like super smart. You know? Yeah, and he did a lot of like groundbreaking stuff yeah. back then like for instance, I guess uh you know civil rights was going on mm-hmm. at the time he had his TV shows so he introduced a African American neighbor in his neighborhood and he had him come over and they they um, shared a swimming pool and they shared a towel to dry off in the swimming pool uh, and like it was a really big deal. And then after they shared the towel, uh, Mr. Rogers stared into the camera and just <laughs> nodded like that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and uh, 
And he did a lot of things. Like, I guess um, I heard that, I guess there was a, a little girl who was vision impaired. And she heard him one time say that he had fish. And she was really worried about his fish. So from then on, he would narrate, I'm feeding the fish. Mm, very nice. On his show so that she would be able to hear that he was taking care it, of his so fish. I watched one episode and, and Freya was in the room with me and she was kind of into it and kind of not. Because it's kind of like for her older kids yeah. a little bit. But like there is a part. It, it's incredible. Like he sits, uh, I swear, he sits on the porch and he pulls out a bubble wand. And for like five or six minutes, this man just blows bubbles. And he goes, and he's like, hmm, you ever think about... Uh, what would it be like to be a bubble? <laughs> and I'm just like, uh-huh. And like Freya is like, she's, we had that moment where our, our frequencies were the same. Freya and I, and she was like, bubbles. You know, I was like, yeah, I know. And he's like, he goes, you ever just like to pop them? And sometimes you just don't pop them at all. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Fred Rogers. Incredible man. Incredible yes, man. Definitely. Uh, second stuff that Miss Liz is loving is my dog. Uh, oh, she says, dogs are great. She says, my dog, who has been having some health issues lately oh, that make no. his day-to-day care more complex. He brings me so much joy, though, and I'm just relishing every second I get to spend with him, and that he is slowly beginning to heal with the help of an awesome physical therapist. Last week, he started being able to wag his tail again, something he hasn't been able to do for about six weeks. I'm attaching a picture because I am always shamelessly promoting his cuteness. And here is it. Show me that picture. I think his name's Bennett. That's the name oh, of the image. Oh, what a cutie pie! Is he like a little wiener dog? He looks like a she little wiener say. dog. She doesn't say. He might be a like a maybe like a long haired. Oh, he's a cutie pie. Can you can you imagine? He was hurting so bad he couldn't wag his tail. Oh gosh. This this guy Bennett. Hey Bennett. Oh, sweet Bennett. Bennett, we love you, Bennett. These snaps are for you, Bennett. Is Bennett a howling dog or a barking dog, you think? Uh, Third thing she's loving, Anne with an E on Netflix. Also, House of Dreams, the biography I'm currently reading about L.M. Montgomery. And her fourth thing, or her last thing, also 11 more days of summer reading. But who's counting, smiley face? (laughs) Only all of us. Only we're all rapidly counting. We love summer reading, but oh boy. We also love when it ends. We love love when it's not summer reading. Uh, Miss Liz finishes by saying, to be completely honest... I don't need the Amazon gift card. The pin, though. Mm. 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 I just wanted to pop in and say hi and share. Hope you guys are well. All the best, Miss Liz. Aww, oh, good email. Miss yeah. Liz. Have you Thanks. seen Anne with an E? I haven't. It's Anne of Green Gables, right? It is yeah. Anne of Green Gables. I, I, you know how there are some things when you, if you miss them when you were a kid, you kind of. Uh, don't they don't like rena- yeah, re- they don't resonate, resonate with, you, resonate with yeah. you as much i feel like anna green gables might be one of those things because i didn't read it when i was a kid and i'm i like i'm almost like afraid to read it like i feel like if i read it because there's so many people who love it so intensely like i'm almost afraid if i experience it now i'll be i'll be like judging it as an adult it's i'll be kinda- like I feel the same way about, like, Goonies. Like, I know Goonies is, like, royalty to some people, but I didn't watch Goonies until I was an adult. And I like the movie. It's really good, but I don't, like, hold it as high and high regard as some people do. That is, like, one of Brett's favorite movies. Like, if he's ever in a bad mood and you turn that movie on. So, Brett, (laughs) plane, trains, and automobiles. 
and Commando, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then just put those on, and Brett's a happy boy. <laughs> We've got an email from Mrs. Binks. Hey, Mrs. Binks! <laughs> Misa Laika, the email is us! <laughs> Which, by the way, um, by the time this comes out, Speak Like a Jar Jar Day, Speak Like Jar Jar Binks Day is August 19th. So, so celebrate accordingly, everybody. Yeah, yeah, get ready. Get ready. It's coming up. <laughs> Hello, Eric and Tess. Hi, it's Mrs. Binks here. <laughs> I just want to let you know that I listened to Ep 34 of your podcast. I am not lying. It actually made me cry with mm. happiness. I was listening to you two talk about my art and tears started pouring out of my eyes because I was overwhelmed, not in a way that's bad at all, but in sheer joy and gratitude. I can't even begin to tell you two how thankful and so grateful I am that you decided not only to donate to me, but to talk about me on your podcast and promote me as someone who can be a bit shy and awkward. I have never dreamed in a million years that I would be talked about by such wonderful people like you guys. Oh my Such God. a sweet email, right? Mrs. Binks. Mrs. Binks. Stop. You're so <laughs> wonderful. It took me a while for me to work up the courage to open up about my love for the Star Wars prequels. And especially my love for Jar Jar Binks. It's something that I've kept secret for a while simply because I was bullied and teased relentlessly for it. With all the nastiness and negativity that came from The Last Jedi, that was finally what made me stop being silent and try and add more positive voices in the Star Wars fandom to hopefully help others who had been targeted and pushed out of enjoying Star Wars because of rudeness. Holy smokes. I know. That's the reason why I started drawing my little doodles with Jar Jar. It's exactly like what you said on the podcast. It's a way to to show people that we can all love the things that we all love and still be respectful to one another about it. And also, I don't want to have to hide or lie about what I love anymore. And others shouldn't have to do that either. Whether you love Jar Jar or hate him, we are all Star Wars fans and we should all create a caring and opening place instead of allowing hate and toxicity to fester. People like you make me so happy that I started my Mrs. Binks account. You are such a positive and encouraging duo. I cannot express how appreciative and lucky Hmm. you guys have made me feel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand thank yous from the bottom of my heart. I hope you know the work you two do is a great thing and really helps. I wish you guys nothing but happiness and prosperity with mountains of love and smiles. Mrs. Binks. Oh my goodness. Mrs. Binks. So, okay, let's break this email down. (laughs) We gotta break it down. Break it down. So, here's the deal we've talked about this before why we do this cast, right? You know, for for, for newcomers, what. What Mrs. Binks has just said is essentially why we're doing this podcast, too, right? It's essentially our life mission. It's essentially our life mission. (laughs) And it is so encouraging to see, because just like we're doing this podcast to try to help spread positivity and help people realize, like, it's okay if someone likes something you don't like, right? That doesn't hurt you at all. Uh, Mrs. Binks is doing the same exact thing with her art. Which, by the way, just now, Mrs. Binks has just tweeted out, look at this image of her. (laughs) Look at her. Describe that image for our well, listeners. Well, she's she's, <laughs> she's, she's yes. wearing a talk like a Jar Jar Day like hoodie that also looks kind of like 
a, like a Gungan, like yeah, like a Jar Jar like hat, and she's and she's very excited, <sighs> and she says Misa bursting with excitement uh, Misa, about Jar Jar being Misa bursting <laughs> with excitement. It's so exciting. Um, if anyone would like to follow a uh, Mrs. Binks, I think you can find her 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 um, name on Twitter is at. Midnight Blue Gal, that's G-A-L, and her, her like name is Mrs. Binks. And as far as we know, she's actually married to Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, as far as you know, that is canon. It, it could be canon. In I the mean, Star Wars universe. Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> if you're listening. If you're listening, we, we demand answers. <laughs> uh, just because it's also from Mrs. Binks. The comment on our website um, is also from Mrs. Binks. She is, uh, our website is called... SameTeamYall.com. SameTeamYall.com, the official home of all Same Team Y'allness. Uh, <laughs> she added a comment on her, uh, our last episode, uh, episode 34. Uh, she says, You two are so wonderful to listen to. I love your podcast, and I'm still gushing like a little kid over the fact that you guys talked about me. I'll give a million flowers to you guys if I could. Aww. I would love a million flowers. <laughs> I'd be swimming in flowers. Barely get through the door. Please keep up the good work, and I'm always supporting the work you two do. Mrs. Binks. Snaps for you, Thank Mrs. you so Binks. much. Oh, my goodness. What a deluge of emails. That you was. Know? I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there. Okay. Eric, Eric and I were saying how it would be cool if maybe Mrs. Binks did an artistic representation of <laughs> Eric and I hanging out with Jar Jar Binks. Can you imagine? <laughs> what would it, Okay, okay. Now, Mrs. Binks, we're sure you're a very busy person. You got uh, you got bomb bad things to do. I don't know. What, what do Gungans do like for a living? What do you think? I had to be under the water, right? Or well, no, they, they can come out. On they the come land. out, but their cities are underwater. We know some of them are warriors. Mm-hmm. What was Jar like? What was Jar Jar's job? Like, what did he do? <laughs> I'm sure some right now some like Star Wars lore fanatic, lore fanatic is like, are you googling it right now? <laughs> what, what is Jar Jar's job? There's but, probably like a Star Wars wiki page. Anyway, that tell me. all of that to say, if Mrs. Binks. It would be kind of cool as if there was a drawing of both Miss Tess and myself with Jar Jar. What should we be doing with him? Holding his hands? <laughs> oh, what if Jar Jar is wearing a same team y'all t-shirt? Oh, and he said, cool. we says all on the same team says. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? And we're both standing there like, I don't know what we're doing with him. Jar Jar was a military commander. Well, he, well, he was at the Battle of Naboo. But what about before then? And he's a politician. Well, yeah, after the Battle of Naboo. <laughs> what was he doing before that? What was that? he doing we before that? Know. Does anyone know? I mean, there's a big extended universe out there. Are you on Wikipedia? I'm on I'm on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, that's the that's the place to go if you His need some His biography is on here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just staring at you. He was banished from their home because he crashed a submarine. Is that um, why he was like wandering around? Yeah. When Obi Wan and Qui Gon bumped into him. <laughs> I feel like that might be as much as we know so about what him. So, what we're saying is that there is like prime real estate to mine. For like a good Jar Jar standalone book. Yeah, we need like Rise a of Jar Jar. Jar Jar novel, maybe a comic book series. What would you call it? Bombad. <laughs> Tess, oh. 
The we time has to, come. We have to choose. The time has come, my my very good friend, to figure this out. Now, now here's the deal. We, we're holding four emails, essentially. Well, yeah. let's, let's roll the comment and the comment from Mrs. Binks and Mrs. Binks' email in, into, into one. one. Um, I... Well, we know right here, Miss Liz says she doesn't need the Amazon gift card. But she would like a pin. She would like a pin. Well, I was going to tell you I this. I think we should just send her a pin. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> could we could we just give pins to everyone? I think that's a great idea. Is that a good idea? I we, think that's a great idea. We give pins to everyone except for Amy says she doesn't Amy need a pin. Amy already has a pin. So everyone gets a pin. Everyone gets a pin. And I think the card, I really liked Harris's. Harris says. I think that one up. was my favorite. Harris says because of the grown up, grown ups. I had never heard of that about. podcast, yeah. and it sounds really fun, and it gave us an idea for our for a future podcast. Hmm. <laughs> I'm leaning towards Mrs. Banks. That was a very emotional email. It was a very emotional email. Could we slice the gift card in half? Well, the gift cards for an undisclosed <laughs> amount. So yeah, we certainly could. And <laughs> slice it into it two. Both be winners. You know what? Congratulations Yay! to Harris and Mrs. Binks. And also to Amy, just because we love you. Mm-hmm. And also to Miss Liz, because yeah. we're sending you a pin. Yeah, uh, Miss Liz, um, you will get a pin. And everyone else, everyone will get a pin, except for Amy, because she says she doesn't need a pin. Yeah, she's and then, got a pin already. And then... Uh, it's, it's attached to her flesh at this moment. It is <laughs> pinned through her nose, a mixture of blood and snot rolling down her face. Oh my God. Amy, why'd you do that? Um, it's your body. It's your choice. But, um, no judgment. No judgment. <laughs> Elliot's like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the winners of the undisclosed amount of the Amazon gift card is Harris and Mrs. Binks. <laughs> Thus concludes the, the first rendition of the What Are You Loving contest. Very good. How did you enjoy this? I like this that a lot. That was actually. really fun. Yeah, maybe we'll do a special contest uh, every once in a while. Because yeah. I, I, lo- I love hearing from all of you. Yeah, I think I think maybe our next contest we should do like a life lessons pot a life lessons. I contest. love that idea. Maybe we'll hold on to that for yeah, next let's, time though. Let's put that one in our back pocket. Cool. Well, uh do you wanna roll into some uh Tales from the Library? Yeah. Oh, do you mean shoot. do you mean yeah. Tales from the Library Library <laughs> Tales from the library, tales from the library, read some books, read some books. We also have online resources. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Tess, you have a choice, dangerous or tiny? (laughs) These are your choices for... Wait, let me do that again. Dangerous. Or tiny. Oh. <laughs> tiny. I, I really love things that are tiny. Do you love things that are tiny? I do. So I'm going to pick tiny. Tiny. Okay. Um, at the library, fairly recently, we've started a new program called Itsy Bitsy Storytime. Oh, I'm sure okay. you've heard of this. I have heard of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. The idea for, for listeners is so we, we have regular story times at the library. Children and their families come in. 
And uh, we read books, we sing songs, we do all kinds of activities. But I don't know if you've kind of run into this. I won't call it an issue. This is a good thing, but it, it, it makes things interesting for story time where our story times are so popular now sometimes you have too many kids we have to do stuff. a lot of kiddos yeah so our story times are dropping no registration needed so sometimes you might have um 10 kids and 10 parents sometimes you might have 20 kids and 20 parents sometimes you might have 30 something kids and 30 something parents if you're doing the math i hope the fire marshal is not listening <laughs> and as much as i we love, told him last episode not yeah to if anyone's stuff. a fire marshal I hope you're not listening when you're on duty. That's the thing. You can listen when you go home. Um, and as much as great as these story times are, they tend to be very uh, high energy because you fit so many people in a room. And I, I honestly believe a lot of kids and families are still getting good stuff from our story times, but it can be too much for some families, you know, or some kids, especially some kids that are, uh, um, some kids that can't handle like big groups like that. So, we invented a new thing called the Itsy Bitsy Storytime, which is registration. We cap it at 10 kids, so no more than 10 kids can come in uh, with their parents. So, that's still kind of at 20, but it's a smaller group. And the idea is that you can do storytime, but it's less about, like, crowd control. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm sure you've done that before where you're reading a book and you're like, okay, I'm losing the crowd. Right. Right? Yeah. We got to jump into activity or we need to do something. And so, we've, for the past... Two months, we've only been able to fit it in our schedule to do an itsy bitsy once a month, but so far it's been very cool. So, that is cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's nice because have you ever done a story time and you're like, this would be a great activity if we had a smaller group? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think uh, Elizabeth, one of my one of my fellow children's librarians, had this activity where you had this ball and you would sit in a circle and you would, you would pass the ball around the circle, like when the music was playing. And when it stopped... You can, like, roll it to whoever you want. It was like a sharing game. But, oh. Oh, Mysterious oh, Chocolate you. has appeared. Thank you, Mysterious Chocolate Man. <laughs> um, and, but that doesn't work if you have a crowd of, like, 50-something people. Yeah. You know? Or if you want to do, like, a felt board and you want to give, like, each kid a piece of the story. Exactly. Yeah, yeah there, there's a lot of things that I see on, um, on like, Pinterest and stuff that mm -hmm. are such cool ideas but they do not work for a really big crowd, unfortunately. So we've been doing Itsy Bitsy, and I'm going to continue doing it through the fall. We just finalized our fall programming yes, schedule. And I, I, I first started it started as an idea of where it was like, okay, I just want like a story time that isn't about like keeping everyone's attention and yeah. keeping the noise down. And just a story time where we can focus on the story time part. And, uh, yeah, it's it's really good. And, like, even, like, our starter song, like, we incorporate very similar, you know, our baby story times where we go around the circle. Yeah. But you can't do that with a regular story time, really, because oh, sometimes yes. they're so big. I do the same thing where I actually. Like, where you could ask all the kids what their names you've are. You've got it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I've incorporated. I've used a song that uh, they play at Maryland School for the Deaf when we go up with Freya. Um, I basically do the same exact song where you say their name. So let's say it's Tess. You go, Tess, Tess. Hello, hello, hello. You do it twice. Tess, Tess. Hello, hello, hello. And we bought a big drum. Boom, 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 boom. You go in the circle, right? You can't do that with the smaller group, but I mean it, it or you can't do that with the larger group, but it's it's like magic. You that know? is cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And we've even have a branch off tiny story time called Mindfulness Mondays that we're starting in the fall. Where it's the same idea, tiny group. We've skewed it a little bit older, like for a few, like we've kind of adjusted the ages. I think the Itsy Bitsy was like three to six, like our preschool age. I think this one's like 
four or five to eight, kind of. Okay. But the same idea, smaller group. It's a story time, but this one's going to be a little bit more focused on... Um, uh, Meditation. You, well, it's hard because when you got little, when you yeah, it's hard because when you're a little kid, like sitting for like twenty seconds, like twenty minutes, right? But like more like uh, uh, mindfulness practices, which don't necessarily have to keep you still, and um, and what you're grateful for, you know. So where I'm excited, Josie, uh, my fellow librarian, and I are very mindful. Uh, interested in mindfulness practices so yeah that's awesome mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's really cool yeah um what's your tale tell I me a tale feel like several episodes ago i told you a, a graphic novel success story that had to do with a daddy and a daughter i do remember this he was a cool dad yeah and i told you there was i also had a mother and daughter story i'm going to now tell you the mother and daughter graphic novel success story excellent so um i am prepared there was uh, a mother and daughter and they had come in and they wanted to get graphic novels by Rena Telgemeier. Are okay. you familiar with Rena Telgemeier? The name is familiar. I might be more familiar than I realized without realizing how familiar I am. She did um, Smile and Sisters yes. and Ghosts. And she did the Babysitter's Club graphic novels. And she's really great. And I totally get why kids love her graphic novels. And it just so happened that uh, her books were checked out. And that's <laughs> so she They wanted, are well loved for a reason. Yeah, yes, yeah. She wanted them and they weren't there. And so I said, could I interest you in some other graphic novels that are sort of similar to Rena Telgemeier's books? And she was like, oh, I really wanted those ones, but okay. And so I walked her back there and we started pulling some things off the shelves and... Um, I, uh, I suggested Roller Girl, the graphic novel yeah. Roller Girl, which I think you've read that one. I love Roller Girl. About it's a, a very good book. Yeah, about a little girl who goes basically to like roller derby camp. And one of her friends goes to like ballet camp and she goes to roller derby camp. And it's kind of sad because, it, well, not it's not sad, but it's just how life is. They realize as they get older that they're different people you know and they end up getting different friends and it's okay you know well and that I felt like that was very kind of similar to Raina Telgemeier's books because hers are very kind of like coming of age friendships that sort of thing and um so I thought that she would be interested in that and this was really sweet She, she was there with her mom and she said mom they have two copies we could check them both out and we could both read uh, them together. Yes. And I was really worried mom was going to be like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Mom was like, yeah, that sounds great. Like she was really into it. And so they both got a copy and they both went up to the to the checkout desk and they checked them out together and they happily left the library. That's awesome. You had two copies, copies. by the way. Yeah, right? we had two oh. copies sitting on the shelf. And so they, uh, they checked out roller girl and so they were both gonna read it together mom and daughter and i thought that was really sweet i I love when a like a parent and a kid are gonna read a book together either like mom's gonna read it and then the daughter's gonna read it or or like parents gonna read it and then the kid or or they're gonna read it at the same time and discuss it i love that well because that way that's my jam when you discuss the book that's when you can learn more things not just books, but movies too. When you discuss with someone else, that's when you're getting someone else's perspective, right. right? You may have gotten this from it, you know. In fact, maybe when the mom's reading Roller Girl, she's going to be thinking about like how the mom feels when you know 
roller girl i don't remember her name but the young girl <laughs> is like going because i think there's a part where she's like sneaking off to roller school thing when it's not like before the mom's like yeah you can be a roller derby person roller derby <laughs> girl roller girl yeah. so that's my tale from the that's library a, that's a good tale i like uh, i think that say i can't remember the name of the author of roller girl off the top of my head but she, she has another book that i think came out fairly recently within the year called all's fair i think and it involves the renaissance fair oh that's I, I, ha- I have not read it yet but it, it looks like that same kind of art style and i haven't read victoria it victoria jameson victoria jameson roller girl yep. yeah very good cool. cool tess you do you have a stuff uh shoot i'm all thrown off because we did emails you know <laughs> i feel like a clock and then the clock has like some uh stuff jammed in the gears and i'm just jerking back and forth i don't know uh you got a life lesson for me girl <laughs> i do uh, <laughs> did you learn a life lesson this week i did that's great let's talk about it okay <laughs> I'm excited about this life lesson. Are you? Yeah, why wouldn't I be? I don't know. I'm I'm the opposite. I was like, man, I'm I'm dreading this life lesson. (laughs) Uh, So I went to, uh, the library does these uh, baseball games every summer for uh, one of our summer reading incentives, like sign up for summer reading is you get uh, a ticket to our local minor league baseball game. Mm-hmm. And I remember a whole year ago, I told you about... Tie-dye guy? Well... <laughs> That's all I remember is tie-dye guy. You were talking about tie-dye guy. Talking about tie-dye guy. <laughs> we did talk about tie-dye guy. Yeah. And it was also Star Wars night. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Probably more importantly, it was Star Wars night. Well, we returned again on Star Wars night. Whoa. It was Star Wars night again. Um, but... That's not what my life lesson is about. It was very exciting because it was Star Wars night and they did do what? a lightsaber battle. Who's battling? Well, there's a there's a local group and I forget their exact name. There's something Jedi Combat and they choreograph like lightsaber battles. Are they local local? Yes, they're like a local group. You know, I think we said the same exact thing last year. Is <laughs> why haven't I contacted forgot. them for Lexicon? Yes, you should. You should try to get I'm in touch out of time with them now. Maybe. Well, maybe I don't know. They might be available, but they choreograph lightsaber battles and they uh, fought each other at the at the baseball game and so it's cool. fun um and then they did a fireworks show to star wars theme music it's very cool but that's not what the life lesson is about there's something else that happened at this baseball game oh okay and i'm not really in the sports so i can't tell you what instigated this particular thing but probably a ball or something <laughs> right i'm not in a sports or a either base. it's probably a base a ball it was probably, <laughs> something happened the <laughs> There was, so you know how there are umpires, and they... An empire. <laughs> no, an umpires. Evil, an evil empire. <laughs> Forget about the Star Wars. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> an evil, it was um, It was umpire Palpatine. <laughs> Out there with the robe. Good, good, strike. <laughs> good. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. I'm so sorry. The umpire made a call. And the pitcher did not like that call. Okay. And he was upset at the umpire. 
And so he was letting the umpire know that he was upset. Like, he was yelling at him. Through cooperative and compassionate um, uh, conversation. No. Oh, what? He was yelling at him, and he was pointing at him, and he was Was getting very animated. He was trying to get up in his face, and his teammates were holding him back. Oh. Like, that's how upset he was. And then Does the, the umpire, umpire wear armor? Like, what is the umpire? The, the umpire, no, I, this is the legitimate question. Doesn't he wear, like, armor and stuff? Um, like a, a cage no, on there, his face. No, there's an umpire that's behind the base. Yeah. But there are other umpires. So he was going after the unguarded, Yeah, there were, the like, another. Like, he was, like, at a base. And okay. I guess he, like, made a call. The pitcher didn't like. Okay. He was mad. He was yelling, and the other guys were holding him back. And the umpire was like, you're out of here. Did he do the thing like yeah. you see in movies? Did, like, he, did he say it? Could you hear him? say you're out of here kicking you out of the game oh my and then the pitcher got even more angrier and animated and the guys were like holding him back and then the manager of the team he walks out he marches out like a robot yeah (laughs) (laughs) tess is just doing robot arms now for some reason he marches out onto the field and he's yelling (laughs) and spitting and pointing he's spitting too yeah he's Pew, like spitting? He's mad. Or spitting mad, like he's... Spitting mad. Oh, okay. He's mad as heck. He is mad as H-E-double hockey sticks. Oh, and my he's goodness. cursing. And Can people hear the curse words? Like, well, even kiddos. These guys are yelling, okay? And, okay. Wait, wait, so real quick. The, the angry picture. Is this our team? Like, the Blue Crabs? Yeah, this is oh, the Blue Crabs. Oh, man. Okay, Local so this is the Blue Crabs. And then it's the manager. Now the manager is upset. And he's yelling. And now the umpire is like, you're out of here. Who? Who? The manager? The manager. You can kick the manager out? You can kick anyone out you want if you're the referee of the game. Did you get nervous he would kick you out? (laughs) (laughs) He just said, he points up into the crowd. He goes, you ma'am, you're out. You're like, why? Honestly, they can kick um, Uh, like people out in the stands. If you're in trouble. Yeah, like if you're, if you're, if you're causing trouble. Or if you're streaking, probably, right? (laughs) If it's, yeah. It's the 1960s, and if you're streaking... Wait, you're... people streak still, don't they? <laughs> Do they? I don't know. Uh, okay, so not to derail your story, um, <laughs> I am I uh, I got my bachelor's from St. Mary's College down in Southern Maryland. They do every year a naked mile where people run naked for a whole mile, and it surprised me. That's a rich tradition. I guess. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying people still streak. Okay. So everyone's mad. Everyone's mad. Manager okay. got kicked out. Now, whoever's like running the stadium is like starting to get nervous. You can tell because. They're running out of ball players. <laughs> well, no. Because the whole, what's the whole stadium full of tonight? Library night at the oh, stadium. Yeah. It's full of kids. Yeah. All right. And what are they seeing now? People a display fighting. of unsportsmanlike behavior from these these supposed to be gentlemen on the field. And so they start playing really loud music. So now you can't hear what's going on in the field, it. but you can see that they're all still very angry well, at each other. What was the mascot doing? What's the mascot? Like a big crab? Well, the, he should have yeah. been like dancing in front of him. He's like, sort don't. of like the Philly fanatic while well, I'm getting to that. It, <sighs> I don't know what that is. Okay, well, he's kind of like, he's like a monster character. He's supposed to be a crab. He's pinched the crab, but he doesn't look like a crab. He, I'll tweet out a picture of him. Are you going to pull up a picture of him? I'm so Googling. You, right, you should still tweet out a picture. Yes, Google pinch the crab, blue crabs, and you'll see. He looks sort of like a Muppet. Um, that sounds So, crazy. they start playing, they blaring 
like fun dance music. Meanwhile, these guys are going at it out on the field. Now, the blue crabs have what they call the blue crew. If you've never been to a game, they are a group of young people. Like they're probably in their early twenties. They're probably like interns at the stadium, and okay. their job is to like get people hyped up in between innings. They come out and they like throw T-shirts into the audience. Oh, and that's they do. cool. Yeah. So they come out. Yeah, that doesn't look anything like a crab. My no, God, it doesn't. I'm gonna tweet out a picture so he you can all like, see so him. He looks like. Pinch the crab looks like a mix between like uh, uh, the Cookie Monster <laughs> and like. Do you remember those uh, My Pal monsters? Do you remember those <laughs> I don't guys? Remember. It's uh, it's like this monster that you would own as a kid. He looks like that, like yeah. a Cookie Monster, and anyway, he looks like a monster. Yeah, he looks like a friendly, like monster. like a fun monster, but not a crab. A fun monster in the light of day. Yeah, at night maybe. No, not you a fun would probably wouldn't want. You would not want to hang out with him. Okay. Um. So I can't. I can't even guess where the story's going. So they send out the blue crew, and they are. They start dancing for everybody. <laughs> so now you've got guys on the field, <laughs> and they're like, like, distract him, distract him. Yeah, basically. And so there's like, <laughs> so I'm I'm seated, and there's this young woman in the blue crew. She's dancing in front of us and she has got this look on her face like she so desperately wants us to be happy and not pay attention to whatever is going on and she's like she looks so uncomfortable because she's trying to distract everybody she was blue the people so there are people in the audience some people are like hardcore baseball fans and they're getting upset because they want to know what's going on in the field they want to know what calls are being made they want to know who's getting kicked out of the what was the other team doing they're just so kind of standing our around. our team is the Blue Crabs. Yes. What was the other team? The Long Island Ducks. So the Long Island Ducks <laughs> are just sitting around and they're just like, They're just standing we're good. there. Yeah, we're they're good. standing there waiting. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. Everyone else is just kind of standing around waiting. There are people in the audience now um, and the, the fans are booing. Because first they're mad about what's happening on the field because the umpires, I guess, are making shady calls and also kicking off members oh, of our no. team. And um, and because now they can't even hear what's going on. Now they've just got, like, people dancing in front of them. And then you've got these people dancing and they're like, And at one point... <laughs> At one point, oh, no. at one point, the girl who's so desperate for us all to be happy, she says, "No, we don't boo, we wave." Did Everybody she say wave. that? Wave, yeah. We don't boo, we, we wave. We don't boo, we wave. That's solid. Everybody wave. Um, I don't boo, I wave. And you probably wouldn't think that this would lead to like a moment of reflection on my part, but it did. And then what it made me think about is that. Um, I felt like there should be a happy medium in in this moment. Like I felt like what was going on on the field shouldn't have been happening, right? Yeah. These like you said, these they should have talked it out. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, but I respectfully disagree with your call. I don't like it, but I accept it. Lando would have been like, yeah, Lando would have said, uh, what does he say? Um gosh, what was this say? I don't like it. Oh, I, I know what it is. I don't agree with it. I don't like it, but I accept it. Yeah. That's what Lando would have said. Um, it's Star Wars night. Swirled his cape away so and walked off the field. That would have been appropriate. Um, and I also don't think that 
But I also don't think that, like, the complete opposite reaction of, like, we don't boo, we wave, we dance to really loud music and pretend like nothing's happening. That's a very... Is the correct response to it, either. That's a good observation. And I was thinking, they're probably panicking because the whole stadium is full of children, but I thought, this is actually a really good moment perhaps to have a conversation with your child about what do you do mm-hmm. when you don't agree and why is that gentleman upset well he's upset because he's very passionate about the game of baseball and this is what he does for a living and if they throw him out of the game then he doesn't get to do what he loves to do and but should he react that way? No, he shouldn't because he might get kicked out of the next game too if he continues to it act could, like this. Yeah, I don't know sports stuff, but that could be really bad. Yeah. You know, for him. Even worse than being, you know. Right. Like they might not let him play again for the rest of the season and then he won't get to, you know, then he'll be out of shape next season. He won't be able to be a baseball player. Can, can and, you imagine? Okay, so um, let's say they handled things differently, the stadium, right? Answer's probably not have the blue crew out dancing and blaring this happy music well we all clearly see these crew wait real quick before you move on what happened what ended up happening well eventually the they they got the pitcher out of there and the manager out of there and they got the the second the second string pitcher and the second string manager took over and the game continued on the second manager said it's my time we to all, shine. We all danced to the YMCA while while they got rid of those two those two uh, offending members of the team, and the game went on. The Blue Crabs ended up winning, so I guess the second string pitcher was not too shabby. So the first string pitcher might have been like, <laughs> you know, I, well, who knows what the, he might have been thinking. really good too. So what if while they're fighting, instead of blaring that music and having the Blue Crew dance around and trying to like. <laughs> be like nothing's happening but acknowledging it what if the announcer was like and now uh parents <laughs> i encourage you to discuss with your children you know like uh how we can resolve conflicts peacefully through uh you know empathy compassion and uh constructive dialogue unlike first string picture whatever they probably can't do that right no, like i'm I sure there's rules can't. I don't know. That would be amazing, though, right? Yeah. I just felt... I felt so bad for this poor young woman who so desperately wanted us to stop booing. Um, No, I wasn't booing. Um, Of course not. But it also gave me a moment to think about, like, what kind of person do you want to be in this situation? Do you want to be the person who's, like, getting mad that you can't hear the fight on the field? Like, or do you want to be the person who's like, okay, let's just move on with the rest of the game? I always try to remind myself, like, in a situation that's like that or, or just any kind of high energy, even if it's just, like, excitement. Do you want to add to that? Right. Or do you want to try to... Because at the... At or do you want to maybe try to diffuse the well, situation? Well, and to, to kind of relate this to, like, a library-type situation. Or or if if our listeners are thinking about, like, a situation in their, their life, like at work or something, how many times have you... Has this happened to you, Tess, where someone goes... Another librarian goes... Oh, we're having issues with the printer. Another librarian goes, we're having issues with the printer. A third one shows up, there's issues with the printer! And a fourth one, what? You know, it, it helps to be like, it helps to be like, because you know it's 100% true. You know, like, yes. And then one person's like, it's happening again. My God, it's happening. And none of the patrons even know, right? right. But now they know, because they're all staring at us. But we're like, ah! And like, do you want to add to that energy? God, it's so true. Thank you. It's 100% true. Or do you just want to be like, okay, the printer's having issues. Has anyone tried restarting it? 
Or let's pretend it never fixes itself. Like it's it's down the whole day. We're not brain surgeons. I say this all the time. We're not heart surgeons. It's not like we have a, a, a patient open on the floor and, and we forgot to order a heart. Right. You know, this is just paper. You right. know, and at the end of the day, if I understand like some pa- some patrons may be upset, like I came here to print something and the printer's down, you are honest with them and say, printer's broken. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And if they're still upset, that's okay. That's their decision. We, you know? we just hired a new uh, staff member at our library. Um, he's a really sweet guy and he made a mistake the other day. He didn't know something and... Um, so he didn't do something correctly because he didn't have the knowledge to do it. And he felt really bad about Aww. it when he realized what happened. And he like he was like, oh, Tess, I'm so sorry that I did this wrong. And I said, Jake, this is the best part about working at the library. Yeah. He's like, no one's going to die if you yeah. did it wrong. That's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. <laughs> and it, it's not like when you take that perspective, it doesn't like belittle like the importance of what we do it's still important same thing with like story time right like if i don't know if you say a book wrong or or you i was gonna do this song and i did this song on accent or or who knows it's okay yeah it's fine it's okay it's okay it's (laughs) it is interesting though like about that like i had a conversation well well just because you were talking about jake making a mistake right Mm -hmm. and he didn't know i had a patron call the library the other day to register her kiddo for a program that's coming up um that's like a coding it's a we're using like those botley coding robots that joe got and she she really nice mom she was registering her kiddo and she goes you know you have a stem program at leonardtown and a stem program at lexham park on the same day she goes why did you guys do that because it makes it really hard for we have to make a choice between the two you know and you guys should space them out more and i was honest with her i was like you're right we try to do that but sometimes it's hard to manage the schedule between three different branches with three different staffing needs and i was like sometimes we do a good job of it and sometimes we don't and this time we made a mistake you know i was honest with her and she she was really nice she goes you know i wish you guys did more and i know i'm not making her she was very nice i'm being honest with you very nice but she said i also wish you guys did more coding and like computer classes for like the older kids like before they're teenagers like that 11 to 17 year old uh-huh. or 11 to 13 kind of age and uh, like uh, graphic design and photography and stuff like that. I said that would be great. I said the real the I'll be honest with you the reason we don't do those programs or more of them is I'm the head children's programmer. I don't know how to do those things, right? Yeah. You know, and I think it's easy to say like I always go to the example if I wish Chipotle opened at 6 in the morning because <laughs> I love Chipotle, but I also don't have to handle staffing at Chipotle, which I'm sure there's a reason they don't open at 6 in the morning. And I was honest with her, I said the reason we don't do classes like this, I don't I don't know how to do those things, you know, and we would have to find a partner and sometimes that's that's not easy to do. And at the end of the conversation, she was like, "Well, I still really appreciate what you guys do." And I was like, "Thank you. I appreciate that." But it was just a good conversation where I was like, Sometimes just be honest, you know, like you, you can only do what you can do. Yeah. Sometimes you make a mistake, like two STEM programs at two different libraries that have for the same age group on the same day probably could been, could have been avoided, but it wasn't and it's okay, you know? Yeah. So, I, I really appreciate your patience taking that feedback. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. sometimes feedback is easy to take um, because they're giving you like, like yeah. legit good feedback. Like, um... We recently got an email about, uh, remember I told you about our Harry Potter program was a little a little more popular than we thought it was sure, going to be? Yeah. Like, we got an email saying, um, saying basically to that effect, like, I was worried about the children's safety at one point. It yeah. was, 
Um, and I was like, that's, you know, that's legit feedback. Um, and uh, so we can legit write back to that person. Thank you. Uh, and and you know what we're going to do in the future. We're going to require registration for programs. Sure. We're going to we're going to do something about that. But then they had thrown in a little maybe the person playing the programs doesn't have kids. So they don't understand that when you plan programs, this, that, or the other thing. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't that's, really need to hear that. That's hard not to take, that's hard <laughs> not to take personally when you hear that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I was like, especially when like three-fourths of our team at our, our sure. library are mothers. So that's yeah. not, that's actually not accurate. Well, and I kind of want to be like, well, you know, well, actually, you know, when I write back and I'm like, well, no, I don't have to write that back. Uh, it, what it is to, yeah, I know. Think it in your head and then let it go. Usually what I do is I write that draft email, go home for the weekend, come back and, and delete it or revise it. But um, I think what it is is it, so two things that mom, was it a mom probably or parents, or a grandma or, whatever, or something. Is, she got her blood all riled up, right? Like it was, she went to a program. It was very popular. There was a lot of people in the room and it was probably not fun for her kids, right? Something out of your control, out of anyone's control. And so her blood's probably riled up, so that's why she threw that in there. But what's kind of funny is the assumption is that if you don't have children, you don't know what it means to care about the safety of children. Like if you don't have children of your own and, and like guys, my daughter's only like a year and a half old. I can tell you before she was born, I knew not to hurt children. <laughs> right. You know, right. so she was just, I think she was just spoken from a place of emotion, you right. know, and, and kudos to you for not sending that. Well, actually, you know, so <laughs> it's hard sometimes I've gotten, if it makes you feel better, I've gotten emails like that about lexicon before, you know, oh. not necessarily that it was too crowded, but like, um, I wish, um, I'm trying to say uh, the, we did, so for new listeners, our library system has a Comic-Con event we do once a year called Lexicon. And um, our first year, we had that um, fan fan fiction reading. Yes. Remember? People submitted their fan fiction uh, entries in, and then the winners got to read it in front of a crowd. Well, we didn't do it last year. We did it the first year, but no, we didn't do it last year because, um, frankly, we didn't get a lot of entries. And then the people who did win... Just because you submitted something online doesn't mean you want to read it in front of a whole crowd of people. Yeah. You know? And so that's why we didn't continue it. And someone came back and sent me an email and they were very upset that we weren't doing it anymore in the future. And I told them the truth. I said, well, we didn't do it because we didn't get a lot of entries. And most people aren't comfortable reading something they've written, you know, uh, uh, in front of a huge group of people. And, mm -hmm. and, and I said, also, it comes down to time and space. We don't have a lot of time and staffing and you know i appreciate you giving me a heads up but you know i said if it ever comes back i'll let you know i'll keep your email you know so yeah, yeah it's a thing that happens i love know? how these life lessons like branch out into other life lessons it's it's like a <laughs> i picture it as a beautiful tree just like smiling i said so talk about trees hashtag trees are wonderful we've been getting a lot of rain lately right we sure have we've been getting a lot of rain and, and no not to not to belittle the fact that in some areas there are flash floods yeah. And in some areas, the rain is a very serious problem. But in some areas, I would argue most of our areas that we live in, all it is is an annoyance. It's uh -huh. raining. And I find that a lot of time people come in and they complain about the rain, right? Yes. Oh, it's raining again. And I always tell them, this, uh, they're probably tired of this. I go, you know what I think of when I think of the rain? I just think of all the trees smiling at me. That's exactly, because <laughs> I just think of like, we don't like the rain, but boy, you trees know what I mean? Trees are loving it, it. As long as you're not uprooted and floating down river from the rain, they're like digging it. They're just sitting there smiling. Their leaves are all like, 
you know? I love it. <laughs> oh, I think on that note, we should have a positivity party. Let's do it! <laughs> <laughs> That's got the tree dance. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the Positivity Party. This is how we like to end each and every one of our episodes by spending time dancing. However you want. And uh, dancing and spending time thinking about something that we're thankful for, as well as something that we love about ourselves. What's something you're thankful for, Miss Tess? Um, I've been thankful for him before, and I'll be thankful for him again. I'm thankful for my husband, Brett. Well, he did bring us chocolate. He did. He did. Not just is he a secret chocolate deliverer, but he's just a really wonderful guy. And um... (laughs) Oh, I'm looking at him right now. Here, let me turn around. Oh, my goodness. He's getting so beautiful. (laughs) I mean, he's got got luscious locks. That's one thing to be grateful for. but he's also, he's just a very generous guy. He's a very thoughtful guy. He's, he's a very loyal guy. And um, uh, he and I have borne witness to some toxic relationships. Um, and every time that that happens, I'm always just like super grateful that I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> that I have like a very kind of like open communicative uh, relationship with my husband. And I'm just really grateful that for that. That is a really good thing to be yeah. grateful for. Uh, thing I'm grateful for, similar vein, uh, my family. You know, uh, my family as in, in my household, my wife, my beautiful wife and my uh, wonderful daughter, but also my extended family. You know, my mom, uh, Amanda's mom, all of her family. Uh, people taking care of Freya. My mom right now watching Freya so we can record this cast. And it's one of those things hey, that... Hey, mom. <laughs> hey, moms. Um, it's one of those things that I, um, without my, I think I've said this before, without my family, I don't know who I would be. You know, I would be someone else. So I am thankful for them. Um, listeners, why don't you take a moment and why don't you say out loud something that you are thankful for right now? It could be little, it could be small, it could be a sunset or what is, what's my go-to? My sunset or a TV show? Or trees. Or trees, yeah. <laughs>
you know, option to try. Uh, yeah, that person gave me some other options to try too. They gave me a, um, a couple of crystals to carry around in my pocket. Um, Do you have that have pocket healing right now? properties. No, I have one that's sitting next to my bed because um, he told me that I should sit it next to my bed when I sleep at night. And the other one is at work. He told me that I should I should stick it on my forehead um, when I have a headache at work. Um, so um, I am giving good those for you. a shot. That's so. a really good thing to love about yourself. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I've been in the past, and I'll, I'll be honest, I can I can admit this. In the past, I feel like I've been very close-minded about certain topics. Mm-hmm. And, and guys, if any listeners, this is just my opinion, and, and my uh, to be honest, my opinion that I used to have that I don't have anymore. I used to have very strong opinions about like the existence of God. You know, I used uh-huh. to be very close-minded, thinking that no he or it doesn't exist. And now the more I think about it, the more I, I realize, like, it, it, it's your interpretation, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? God to one person is one thing. God to David Lynch is the unified field, right? right. You know what I mean? God to someone else is inside of everyone, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, who's to say what what is, you know? Yeah, so. it could be the force. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just however you interpret that, you know? It could just be the connective tissue of everyone you know like how we're all connected is like the the idea of god you know so uh yeah 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 you're looking at me yeah a little sidetracked but hey you listeners (laughs) say something that you like about yourself Okay, I, I love how our positivity parties yeah, get, get kind of deep Is that a spinoff, Same Gods, y'all? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're ready for that yet. I don't know, uh, I don't know. Maybe in our Magicians podcast. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, you guys have been listening to episode... 35. Yep, I literally Woo! said it 60 seconds ago. Episode 35. My name is Eric. My name is Seth. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please please consider telling a friend or family member or both. And also consider giving us a rating or review on whatever you're listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would help us out. Yeah, you, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you did. And for, uh, consider subscribing to us. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and consider uh, following us on Twitter at same team y'all or sending us an email. Just because we don't have a contest going on doesn't mean that you can't email us. Yeah, we're always checking that email. Yeah, same team y'all at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, if you want a little bit more Eric and Tess in your life and you happen to enjoy the TV show Twin Peaks, we have a second podcast called Same Peaks Y'all. Uh, you can find it wherever you download fun podcasts uh, where we discuss the TV show Twin Peaks. Yep, you can watch along with us yeah. and listen to Eric's um, awesome theories. Awesome and always 100% accurate theories. Yes. Like, was Harry uh, named Harry because he was a hairy baby? <laughs> Find <laughs> out. <laughs> By the way, did you see that your boy, who's the name of the Dale Cooper, uh, the actor? Kyle McLaughlin. Have you seen he's the bad guy in the movie, uh, The House with the Clock on the Wall? Yeah. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. man, I think it looks that pretty looks good. Cool. I like Jack Black, so yeah. I'm a sucker for him. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much, sincerely, from the bottom of our hearts for listening and for all of your emails. Um, um, always be the change you wish to see in this world. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.
I don't know what the deal is with that. Do you May. know? <laughs> what are we doing? Like, I'm saying, I'm saying, um, did you, you didn't watch that season of Drag Race, um, but uh, Alaska, she, she always goes, bye. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm doing, doing like a, I think I'm doing like a turtle or something. <laughs> like, I, I don't I know think, what you're doing. I think in my head when I do it, I'm like a little turtle that like sticks yeah, out of the ground and goes, she, bye. She says, hi and bye. Yeah, Mr. T's never had a tea brand. What would his tea, what would the Pity the Fool tea taste like? Pity the Fool's Berry. Is that a <laughs> Pity the Fool's Berry infused? It's a real missed opportunity. Like, in, I don't know, like, some marketing team is just really just dropping the ball on that one. I mean, Mr. T's still around, isn't he? That's a good question. Yeah, he is, right? We would have heard if Mr. Well, no, I don't mean like alive, but I mean still, like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't mean just like around like around on the oh, earth. Oh, I thought you meant like, is he still alive? I was like, we would have heard it, Mr. T kicked the bucket, right? We would have like, felt it. Like, we <laughs> we would have felt like, it in the forest. He'd be like, oh my god, there's so much less pity for fools. <laughs> <laughs> fools can now have so... <laughs> it would be in the paper. It'd be like, fools can now have... 50% less pity because Mr. <laughs> oh, T is fast no. now. Let me actually, I'm going to adjust this real quick. Too much gain. Oh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm swimming in gain. Her levels now. Levels are looking good. Levels, levels. Sorry, that I was felt like level a, level, a level fairy just came in the door and the level fairy was like, check your levels. Check your levels. <laughs> Check it, love fun. Cinderella, Cinderella. <laughs> Here, wait. There's just something I need to add to my notes that I forgot to add. Okay. Um, add it to your notes. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I'm good. Ukulele. Oh, you want me to go get it? Yeah, so we can do our thing. You don't want to sing it like acapella? Do you want to do it acapella? Yeah, we can do it acapella. Okay, okay, okay. Here, let's listen to our quote first. Oh, okay. You don't happen to remember the timestamp, do you? There was like a two-minute something that you told me. I, I emailed it to you. I, well, I'm looking at my email right now. Oh, you are? Oh, I have the I have these here too. Okay. So. I figured we'd just go back and forth. Have you? Oh, quick question. Yeah. How we decide our favorite? Ooh. Will we debate it like live on the cast? Yes. 
Well, by the way, I feel like we should like pick up ourselves and be like, we narrowed it down to these four. Yeah. yeah. And I shouldn't put this part. I shouldn't. I'm always recording. You kidding me? Oh, no. And I shouldn't put this part in the cast. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, I've got your email right here. I've got your email right here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we got buckets of them. I, I can't even count how many. Uh, can't even count.